0: When we think about what creates discipline, it's any type of action that is difficult, challenging, and creates radical change. A lot of people fail with flexible dieting because they start tracking macros, fitting whatever they want in there, assuming that as long as they hit their calories, they're going to get the result. A lot of people say that they're waiting to build some momentum. They're waiting for the momentum to kick in. And it's like, well, what are you taking action on?
1: What's up, guys? Today, we have another episode that we are going to be talking about how to create lasting change in your life. And there's multiple different ways, but Cody has kind of manifested this different, uh, let's just say, uh, sequence um, of different things on how to do that. And he talked about it on the membership live or the members only live call last weekend that went really, really well. So we, th- we kind of broke it down and wanted to do a podcast episode about it. So today we are going to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I think it's like a, it, it, I, I said earlier, like a snowball effect, and I mean that by like, obviously when you roll a snowball, it gets bigger, yeah, right? and that's kind of how I told them too. Like when you roll a snowball down a hill, it starts as a little snowball and then it becomes like the bottom of a snowman, right? Because it just yeah accumulates snow on the way down, yeah. Um, And so during the members live call, and for those listening, the members live call is literally just, it's just a zoom. It's a coaching call with me on zoom. Uh, we usually do them every other Friday. Uh, this one, I came in on a Sunday and did because we were out of town. Uh, I was out of town on family vacation the week before that was supposed to do it, but we don't, uh, I'm going to put this out there. We don't ever skip it. I'm not like now that we're doing them. I'm like, I'm not going to ever skip them. This is like number three. And they're just so good. So if any listeners, um, well, I know that a lot of the members listen. So all the members who are listening, who are there, thank you for showing up. Um, I know that you enjoyed it. I always enjoy jumping on and, and just educating and teaching. And, and a lot of times it stems around this idea of creating change, transformation, mindset, um, the psychology aspects. Not because I don't dive into nutrition, but they ask questions. So that's part of what it is, too. It's, and this is just like a bonus thing we throw into the coaching. We don't charge more for this. We just we just started doing it because it's just a way to add value. But there's like a chat thread where they can ask questions and all that, which I actually didn't know Zoom did this. But when I went in there and I started scrolling up the chat, it still had last week's, the last one and the last one. Since it's the same link. Since maybe? it's the same reoccurring link, oh, the chat stays in there. Interesting. Which is kind of dope. Yeah. So like if I don't know what we would well, use When we it for. exited
1: out and it exported to me last time, it exported the chat too. Oh, really? Like in a text file. Yeah. Dope. Yep.
0: Um, I was I looking for a question and then I scrolled way up and I was like. I remember that one. I don't. I thought. I thought we answered this last yeah. time, and then I was like, "Oh shit! This is look at the date." Um. Anyway, so we we were talking about this idea, and and I had like these four things, and the reason I call it the snowball effect is because they build on top of each other, and for some people, you might actually have to like step back, do one before the other, or vice versa. So, although I think I I numbered them in the best sequence that I could think of, there could be times where people. Could start in different places. Yeah. You know, or need, on where you are in your life. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or like whatever you're struggling with in your journey, if we're talking about fitness or if we're talking about something else. Um, and so these four components essentially help you like a snowball accumulate more and more skills, tactics, methods, strength, resiliency, what is required essentially to transform and to create lasting change. And in specifically re- lasting change, we've talked about transformation in, uh, we talked about creating radical change yeah. recently and that's more of a, like, complete 360, right? Like a, or would it be a 180? 180. 180, yeah. Otherwise, you're doing the same shit. <laughs> um, I had to Google that the other day. I was... What
1: uh, a 180
0: is? No, no, no. I was, like, oh. texting a client, and I was, like...
1: You need to do a 360. I
0: typed in 360, and I was, like, is that right? And then I Googled that. I was, like, does somebody do a 360 or a 180 to create change? Yeah. That was 180. Um, but that's kind of what a radical change is, right? Radical is, like obnoxious absurd immediate it's a big change you know so that is what would be radical whereas what i'm talking about right now is lasting change you might do some some of these things and you don't wake up tomorrow a different person you don't transform overnight you don't create this like insane shift but slowly but surely like a snowball it accumulates more and more and more and grows bigger and this is what creates lasting change because then the habits actually stick yeah right
1: i think it it goes hand in hand with the radical change because you have to start at the radical change in order to make lasting change. Uh, yep, 100%. It depends on where you are, obviously. Yeah, yeah.
0: or even just radical action, radical yeah. whatever. Like, you got to take charge. Yeah. Right, You got to jump into it. So, um, but yeah, that's what this podcast is going to be about. So let's, uh, let's go into number let's one. Let's dive right <laughs> in. The
1: first one is going to be build discipline. There's a lot of things that go into this, but...
0: Yeah, Um, so building, f- for the reason this is... The first one is actually very similar to what you just said. Like, what is, I mean, like, think about it like this. If you're going to, if someone's going to build discipline, what do they like? What is the first thing they have to do? Right. They have to take action on something. You got to do something. You got to do something. And usually that thing is hard because anything that requires discipline is not easy, obviously. Yeah. Right. It's, I mean, that's a very, like, nothing
1: is easy. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. So people listening are like, well, duh, you got to do something. But my point with that is, is that, a lot of people get stuck with maybe the third or fourth thing we're talking about because they skip this first one yep. right the third or fourth thing we're going to talk about today because they skip this this one right um in fact why don't we do this just cuz i think it's going to actually help me uh so i don't overlap but also for the listeners to get like a tease like what are the four things
1: uh so the four, four things that like we're going to step one is build discipline step two is gain momentum Step three is develop self-belief in yourself. And step four is have balance.
0: So step one being discipline is is this because you can't create any, like, so let's say you build uh, momentum on motivation. It's not going to last very long, right? Motivation is fleeting, which means it's going to go away. There's going to be days where you wake up and you're just not motivated, right? Discipline is something that sticks with you. It, cha- it It's a character trait. It's a skill. Characteristic, yeah. Yeah, so it sticks with you. So... It doesn't just disappear when you, you like you don't wake up one day and you're like, oh, I'm just not a disciplined person anymore. No, like once you create discipline, you're always disciplined because whatever you did that was difficult, created discipline. And then anything that is not as difficult as that thing, you just do it. You just do it because yeah. it's easier because you have a reference point. You have something to look at and go, well, I did that thing and that thing was way more difficult than this thing. Or you're doing the same thing again, but you realize, oh, well, I did it once, I can do it twice, right? And that's self belief. But the point is, is that you have to create this discipline on the front end because that's the only thing that sets you up for success long term. And when we think about what creates discipline, it's any type of action that is difficult, challenging, and creates, going back to the other podcast, radical change. This is important because if we don't begin to to take action and do these hard things. Not only will we not build discipline, which acts as our reliant motivation as a fuel source, essentially. Right. Again, there's nothing wrong with motivation. So if you have days where you wake up and you're motivated and you do more because of it. Great. Awesome. That's, that's perfect. But there's going to be days when you don't have motivation. And when you don't have motivation, you still have to do something. You still have to do the work. So So maybe you don't have a a home run day, but you got to at least get on base, right? You got to like, for a lack of terms of a good – maybe that's not a good baseball analogy or not, yeah. but, like, you're moving. Yeah. You're, you're going forward is my point. Like, home run, you're going all the way around scoring. At least you get to first base, you're, you're taking a step. Maybe you just take one – you get one base today, one base the next day, and then you do two the, the third day because you're motivated. Yeah, Whatever it may be, but we got to stack the wins versus striking out. You're not even hitting the ball. You're not even getting to first base because you're not motivated and you don't have discipline, so you don't do shit. And if you look at the end of the week, end of the month, end of the year, if you – continue your life without discipline, you will get to the end of the year and you essentially have a a huge stack of days that could have reached a higher potential, but never did. Yeah. Simply because you wait and wait and wait for motivation to hit. And when motivation doesn't strike, you don't take action. You don't swing. You don't hit the ball. You don't score a point. Yeah.
1: Does that make sense? Yeah. I read something this morning that said like don't try and force a one big win. Always try and and stack little wins. Mm. That's so true. Yeah.
0: I love that, and I think uh, I mean I don't maybe it even talked about this because I don't know what you read this morning, yeah. but a lot of times if you have that mentality, I think it's like the you just keep swinging. Yeah. But there's also there's a saying that uh, uh, small hinges swing big doors. So basically, like if you think of like this door right here is just a normal door, it's got three small hinges. Yeah. Well, if you have a massive door, still just got some small hinges. Yeah. Right. Small hinges More. swing big doors. Yeah. And the point with that is, is if you could just keep taking these small hits and you just take small actions one of them might turn into a big one, yeah. or you might swing hit and go, I still got energy, keep swinging. And one day, maybe you have four or five of those actions that lead into one big thing. But no matter what you have that, like one step at a time mentality, Yeah, you know, what, what were you, did it? The centralist. See? Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. did it talk a little bit about that as well? Yep. Um, uh, so, uh, that book is called essentialism for people listening. I actually haven't read it yet. Yeah. We're um, talking about
1: a dude that is being essentialist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got what you meant. Yeah.
0: Um, there's probably a, a lot of people listening that have, I've been recommended that book so many times and I finally got us a copy because I was like, all right, I got to find review Yes. Yeah. Um, but essentially what we're talking about here is pretty simple. Like the more, and you want to start small with this too. So think of. With discipline, this is I, – I really, really hammered home on this in the the live call because this is what's so important for most people is because when they think of discipline, like if I uh, – I know what comes to my mind, but if I if I say like self-discipline, what comes to your mind? Just the first thing that pops up.
1: Self-discipline, like doing stuff without being having to be told.
0: Okay. Well, that's a good one. Um, I, I was thinking like uh, people or uh, like what – so what comes to my mind is like Navy SEAL. Okay. Uh, David Goggins, Like the – Exactly what I said. Extreme. Yeah. Right. Because, but self-discipline could literally be, it it could be me having one less rock star today. Okay. You know what I mean? It's not that big of a deal. I could, I I have enough belief in myself, like I could do without it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that is a form of self-discipline. Self-discipline is, is really just expressing self-control. There you go. It's expressing, uh, resistance to something you have a temptation to. There you go. Right. So we'll talk about balance later. And part of balance is flexibility. So if we think of flexibility in the diet, you can't actually have, you can't successfully follow a flexible diet if you don't have self-discipline, which is why a lot of people fail with flexible dieting. A lot of people fail with flexible dieting because they start tracking macros, fitting whatever they want in there, assuming that as long as they hit their calories, they're going to get the result, which is true on paper. However, you can't practice flexible dieting and stay within your calories, eating whatever you want. If you don't have self-discipline, because if you don't have self-discipline, you can't resist the urge to eat more than what's allotted to in your calories. You can't be flexible if you don't have restraint, right? Self-control and self-restraint allows you to be flexible because you can have a little bit of this and put it in your healthy diet and fit in your calories and go about your way. But if you don't have self-control, you're going to eat the whole bag of cookies or, or chips or whatever, right? And so Part of flexibility, part of balance, part of all those things actually comes back to restraint, self control, and self discipline, which is why the best way to build it is to start with these tiny small habits. Yeah. You can say something. Is there,
1: oh, I don't want you to go too far, but is there a difference between discipline and self discipline? Be careful what you ask for. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: uh, I'm sorry. Difference between self discipline and discipline. And discipline. Yes, only because Not for the sake of
1: this podcast. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I guess the only difference in my mind would be discipline uh, without the self first could be discipline applied to somebody else. Okay, so I could because if you think about this, like I could discipline my daughter. Oh shit! I forgot right, about that word. Yeah, yeah. So uh, when you put <laughs> two different like, meanings. Yeah, exactly. But like, at the same time, I can instill discipline in her. Right. It's it's I'm gonna te- like right now if you're listening to this podcast, I'm instilling discipline in you. I'm teaching you how to show and express self discipline. Right. So discipline is a thing. Discipline is restraint. It's self-control. It's, it's what it is when you, when disciplining or disciplined is more of like a, uh, you're getting somebody in trouble. It's, it's a, uh, yeah. action. Yeah. It, it's a consequence. It's yes. a punishment. Right. Um, but if we're talking like positive discipline, it, it can be taught or self-discipline is expressed. Right. So that's what I would say the differences there we go. are now. The the reason it's important to understand this part first, again, there's two sides of this. Number one is that we can't really successfully do anything else in life from a growth-minded perspective without self-discipline. Because we can't, we won't be successful if we don't have any discipline, point blank. Because there's gonna be days you don't wanna do the work in the morning. There's gonna be days where you gotta work at night and you don't wanna do it. There's gonna be days where you don't wanna go to the gym and you gotta do it. There's gonna be days where you don't want to eat healthy. You got to do it. There's going to be days where you want to say no, but you want, you have to say no, but you want to say yes. Right? Like all of these things boil down to self-discipline. Sometimes it's easier to express the discipline than others only because the amount of pain or pleasure associated with saying yes or no heightens or uh, decreases the, basically the ease or how well you can say yes or no, right? The discipline factor. So if, if something, if, I got a restraint from like it, these rock stars. I got a restraint from this. It's going to be difficult because I don't have a reason to. I'm just, I'm just going to do it just to do it. I'm fine. But if I went to the doctor and he was like, you're having heart palpitations and your adrenals are just smoked. Like you need to stop drinking caffeine or you might have a heart attack and die. It's going to be, I'm going to need to express discipline because I want the rock star, yeah. but I'm going to, I I'm going to have to say no, but it's going to be a lot easier for me because there's like, a reason. I might die. Yeah. <laughs> so there's levels to that, right? Um, now a few tactics for this to build that discipline, because again, if I don't have a reason, but I know I need to, or I don't understand the reason, let's say I don't understand the the pleasure or the pain, then I need to discover that. So some tactics to help you with this first step in building discipline, because it comes from basically again, saying yes or no in certain situations, do, uh, taking action, doing work on small things stacked over time. Uh, it also comes down to reminding yourself of this practice in the moments where you don't have motivation because, and this is where there, there has to be an internal dialogue. It kind of sounds weird when I say it out loud on the podcast, but what I try to do to create an internal dialogue for myself to, to instill discipline is in the moment where I don't want to do something, I have to actually become aware of it in my brain. I have to like literally go, okay. Talk to yourself. Exactly. I'm not motivated right now. I'm just going to own up to it. I really don't feel like doing this. Why do I need to still do it? It's either A, because of the result, and sometimes it's like, well, I should do it because of this result, but realistically, I'll be fine if I skip a day. It's not the end of the world. So that's not a strong enough reason. I have to desire to be a disciplined person. So I literally have to tell myself, well, what would the most disciplined version of me do? He would- Do it. He would do it. He would literally (laughs) do it despite not wanting to do it. And therefore I have to do it because I I desperately want to be that disciplined version of myself. And if you desperately want to be that disciplined version of yourself, you can talk yourself into doing it anyway. The key word is desperately. You have to really want it. Yeah. You know. And so think about that as well in all areas. What kind of individual do you want to be? Because maybe you're like, I don't, I don't want to be David Goggins. I don't want to be this crazy militant guy. Okay. Well, what do you want? Maybe you want something that indirectly requires self discipline. So think of that thing you want. Maybe it's a raise. Maybe it's a uh, a uh, better relationship. Maybe it's a better body. Maybe it's stronger bench press. Whatever it is, reverse engineer that down to. Whatever the smallest action step towards that is, it's probably gonna require discipline at some point in time. Yeah. Anything great requires you to do shit you don't wanna do at some point, right? Yeah. And so you can always revert it back to that, but you have to kind of create that internal dialogue and awareness before proceeding with it. Now, the next part is these small ones that I mentioned. You have to take these small steps of discipline in order to be more confident taking bigger ones. So although we need to make drastic changes, I do think it's really important to get in an ice bath or a cold plunge, do the assault bike at the end of a workout, wake up at 5 a.m. just to wake up at 5 a.m. and do work in the morning. Like, does that mean you have to wake up at 5 for the rest of your life? No, but if you can't wake up at 5 a.m. and do some work or like you can't function after a couple nights of low sleep, like... I think you got some work to do. You have some mental resiliency to build. So like put yourself through some difficult shit just to do it, like sign up for 5k or whatever it is, like do something hard. And then those things are important. Those are harder because it's just one big action. You just got to do it. You got to jump in the cold ice bath and it sucks, but you got to do it. The small ones are the, I'm walking in my neighborhood and I see a piece of garbage. It's not in front of my house. I don't care, but I'm going to pick it up anyway unless it's like a massive piece of garbage that I can't carry all the way home because yeah. I'm a mile away, like obviously. But you get my point. Like there's, the, there's a house being built next door and shit will fly around. It'll sometimes be in my neighbor's little thing. I'll pick up that stuff because it requires discipline for me to get out of my chair where I'm comfortable, walk over there, grab the garbage, walk to my garbage can, throw it in the garbage and then sit back down. It takes a minute, it takes movement. It takes caring. It takes like, I have like a uh, pride of ownership of my home not of my neighbors, but I'm going to do it anyway because that shows a character trait for me. So I care enough to do that, but that's a little thing. It's very easy to do, but it does require a little bit of discipline, Mm -hmm. right? Um, For a while, I do it after every meal now, which is funny. And this is a perfect example of like atomic habits and stuff like that. Flossing my teeth took some discipline. I didn't see the importance of it. I didn't give a shit. I didn't want to spend my time flossing my teeth, hurt my gums, which is because I wasn't ever flossing my teeth. I can just brush them. I'm fine. But I knew I needed to, so I had to create discipline to do it when I didn't want to do it. And now it's just second nature and I do it right. So any little tiny thing like that, like you can think of small, 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 do those as often as you can, you know, it requires a little bit of discipline, but it's not the end of the world. So it's easy to do. But when you stack those things, it becomes easier to do the cold plunge or the hard thing. So you build up your skill at self-discipline before you need it for a big task or when you wake up unmotivated, do the big thing that matters. So all that being said, the first step in any of this is creating that discipline because you won't be able to have success in anything you do without discipline you, you need to be able to stack the small discipline so that you can take action on big disciplines all of this so that you can do the work when you're not motivated um, and essentially this is how we build into the rest of what we're going to talk about because if you skip this step and you just start doing the rest like i talked about with flexible dieting if you jump right into flexible dieting and start trying to fit twinkies and candy in your macros but you don't have discipline to stop eating the twinkies and macros once you start it's not going to work. You should eat clean and track your macros and build discipline by not eating that stuff for a little bit so that you can earn it and you can do it. And then this is literally what I do. I'll have clients have like a free meal or a free day or whatever, Treat meal, and they'll go all out and they feel like shit. They gain three pounds, they're bloated and they're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I'm like, no, you should. Cause it's practice. I'm like, are you going to never have a meal on track for the rest of your life? Well, no, not like, I mean, but right now I have goals. Okay. Well, unless you have a deadline to step on stage or a wedding or something like that, we got to practice. Yeah. So yeah. You screwed up. You'll probably screw up a few more times, but that's okay. If you screw up less and less and less, eventually you'll earn the self-control. You'll understand how to do it. And then you can more easily be intuitive on those days. And that's what it's about. Oh. Right. So, but that's, that's the first step. That's, that's literally create, that is the snowball. That's yeah. creating the snowball before you roll down the hill.
1: Totally. Well, let's roll it a little bit more and uh, talk about momentum, which comes
0: from creating that discipline. It's uh, it's actually perfect with rolling a snowball because it builds momentum. Amen. You know what I mean? Actually, like as obvious as that sounds, I didn't put that together at the beginning when I said snowball. Um, So momentum is uh, the key to, I mean, we were talking about this the other day. Momentum and consistency are almost. Just doing something over and over and over again. Right. I think that like they're kind of the same. They're kind of not like consistency. Like you can't have momentum without being consistent with something. But you can be consistent without momentum, though. Yeah. Like momentum is the feeling you have when you are consistent, typically, because you can be consistent with something and it's not building momentum in your life. But momentum is what carries you further and further. So if we think about this, if we think about this snowball analogy again, you know, you have this discipline, the discipline essentially, discipline essentially replaces motivation to an extent, right? Because again, when you're not motivated, you have discipline. But as you act on that discipline, it becomes more easy to express discipline for bigger things. And the smaller things don't require discipline because the more you have, and I, I don't think people understand this because it used to be thought of, uh, with willpower and discipline and stuff, like it was like a fuel tank yeah. or like your battery was charged. You have your, your full battery, right? hundred percent. And then every time you use discipline, it lowers and lowers and lowers and lowers. That's not necessarily how it works. To an extent, it can work that way, but it's not because you used discipline. It's because you're mentally fatigued. So if what you are doing is not only requiring discipline, but it's also mentally fatiguing, then yes, you will lack the ability to express uh, discipline and willpower and self-control. But you could have not expressed any discipline or willpower all day today. And then if I put you in traffic for an hour to get home, your AC breaks or you're sweating your ass off and somebody rear ends you and it's some like, like punk kid who just got his license and, and like... All the worst stuff's happening, right? You, you're, maybe you're, uh, I was going to say CD player. It's not really in cars anymore, but your stereo, whatever. Yeah. doesn't work anymore. So AC's out. You can't listen to music. You're stuck in traffic. You're sweating your ass off. You get rear-ended. Like, it's the worst day. Stress is very high. Mental fatigue is very high. You're boiling. And then you have to do something. then you have to get home and cook chicken and broccoli and eat a healthy meal. It's very unlikely you're going to take action on that because your mental fatigue is so high, it's very difficult to express self-discipline. Yeah. Right? And so it's, this is called inhibition and inhibition is also lowered when you drink alcohol. It's the same thing. Like it's very hard to just express self-discipline once you're drinking alcohol. However, as somebody who can personally vouch for this, the more you build self-discipline, the easier it is to express self-discipline in those moments because situations that become second nature due to having self-discipline no longer require self-discipline. So if I'm drunk and somebody offers me a street taco, I'm probably going to say no. I don't have an, a problem saying no, because I know how long I can go without food. I know what my goals are. I know that I don't really like eating that stuff. I, I built discipline around it. So it's very natural for me to not eat that kind of thing. So it's very easy for me to say no at that. But if you would have asked me that four years ago, it would be very difficult because exactly. I have no inhibition. I really want the street taco. <laughs> I don't realize I don't want it yeah. and I don't have discipline. And I say all this to say is as you're building discipline, you're also creating momentum for that discipline so that you don't need to use the discipline.
1: Or you don't need to uh, build more discipline. Exactly. At growth. least not for the same tasks. Okay.
0: But to an extent, as you build more discipline for difficult tasks, I mean, you would have to be somebody who is constantly trying to do more difficult things. Yeah. You know, so and to an extent you should, you should obviously grow.
1: Whatever is difficult for you.
0: Yeah. But let's say like, again, fitness and nutrition, that's not a never ending difficulty unless you step on stage. Like I'm going to get on stage. There's going to be a point in time where it's more difficult than it usually is for me, but it's a very short period of time. Then it's over. Most people who are listening to this, they don't, pursue fitness, nutrition to do that kind of thing. So the point is, is as you're building discipline from these small things, you're creating momentum. And usually with that momentum, you're, you're more motivated on a regular basis to continue being consistent. Like we said before, and the, the things that normally would require uh, self-discipline do not require self-discipline anymore because you have self-discipline, which is a really weird concept to think about. You build something so that you don't even have to use it anymore. You know what I mean? Like you practice it over and over and over again until the point where you don't even have to use what you've practiced. You don't think about it. So it's not like this energy, like I said before, battery that gets wasted. You build it so that you don't even have to use it. And then a really hard task comes up and you do have to use it. Yeah, Like the ice bath for me was, that required a lot of grit and willpower. Like I I don't like cold plunges. I don't like cold water. So that required more discipline than a lot of other things. But I was able to do that because I've built discipline and I don't use discipline on other things. That no longer require it. But all of this is momentum. It's just building up over time and that carries you along, which is momentum. Because momentum isn't magic, right? I've, I've said this before in another piece of content, and this is what we talked about in the Members Live as well. A lot of people say that they're waiting to build some momentum. They're waiting for the momentum to kick in. And it's like, well, what are you taking action on? Well, nothing yet. I'm just waiting for the right time. Okay, well, if you wait for the right time, you'll never have momentum because momentum doesn't just appear. Momentum is the result of discipline and action and consistency over time. So your momentum will come a month and a half in, right? Because you've gone past the point of needing discipline. You've gone past the point of it being totally foreign and uncomfortable. And now, although it can still be challenging and somewhat uncomfortable, it's normalized. You've done it for a month and a half straight in your fitness journey or whatever. And at this point, it's normal and you have that momentum. You wake up, check off the boxes and keep going to work. Like it's just, that's just what it is. So I say all this to say that everybody knows we need momentum because momentum is what continues the, all this stuff we're talking about, continues all the habits and actions. And that is essentially what fuels consistency, but that doesn't happen right out the gate, which is why self-discipline is first. Self-discipline encompasses taking action, having willpower, self-control, making decisions and doing something about it. And then once you do those over and over and over and over again, and it becomes second nature, you kind of just realize damn, I got a lot of momentum right now. Yep. I'm moving. And yep. then when something comes up that is going to throw you off or you got a vacation or whatever it is, you're like, I'm going to go enjoy myself, do my thing, but I'm not falling off. Yep. I got too much momentum yep. to stop this train. Totally.
1: And I think after you have that that momentum and those good feelings that you built that discipline and everything, that kind of you know sparks up or uh, develops that self-belief, which is the next step. Yep. Like, and I think so- all those good feelings like instill self-belief.
0: Hey, sorry to interrupt this podcast, but I briefly want to mention my company, Tailored Coaching Method. I found a Tailored Coaching Method in 2017 as a way to help people lose weight, build muscle, and transform their lives. Because I began to see that every other area of people's lives started to change and get better and be more successful when they got in shape and they felt better in their skin. And since then, I've built an entire team of world-class coaches who help people around the world transform right before our eyes. And because you're listening to this podcast, I gotta imagine you wanna get in shape too, or you're already in shape and you're looking to take it to the next level. Either way, we are the company for you. We specialize in body composition and we can help you no matter where you are in your fitness journey. So, if you want help, you want expert coaching and you want to finally get to the next level so you can start actually looking like you work out, head over to tailorcoachingmethod.com and click the big yellow button and click the big yellow button front and center on the screen. Or simply go to the description of this podcast and click that link and apply today. The strategy call is completely free and it gives us a chance to get to know you, you a chance to get to know us, and by the end of it, we'll decide if it's a good fit and move forward. All right, let's get back to the show, 100%. Well, I think the biggest thing is that the feelings you get from all those things is the feeling of I can, which is self-belief, right? And when you start, and this is why, again, this is why it goes in this order, because the, and, and, and I... And I said at the beginning, you sometimes people jump around and I still believe that to an extent because there's times where somebody doesn't have discipline because they're not taking action on something because they have so much self-doubt in themselves. You know what I mean? So like sometimes we have to start by, let me help you instill some self-belief in yourself so you can take action and then ride that wave for a bit, building discipline. Once you get some momentum, then we're going to really like reflect and hone in. So you understanding, become aware of how much you can actually do and the potential you have like we got to build that self-belief now because new levels new devils we're growing and there's going to be new challenges you're going to face and that doubt's going to come back up we're human it's just part of it right so the self-belief portion is kind of like a reflection we've we've taken action we've done the work we've built discipline we have this momentum rolling nothing can stop us the problem most people face at this point is that they don't Do the things required in, this is the stuff that's like so common practice in personal development. So almost cheesy. Like the, the first thing most people think about when they think of personal development is reading, journaling, and meditating. Like those are the three, like, at least for me, when I think of personal development, I think those are like the, the, if any guru is going to tell you to do something on personal development it's those things, I think most personal development is actually in your mind. And sometimes those things can help you discover or develop those those thoughts. I would argue with that. Because truthfully, like you don't need to meditate to build uh, personal development, right? And and to develop yourself. You need to meditate just to slow down if you don't take time to think about stuff. Right. You don't need to journal in a certain way. You just need to journal because journaling allows you to reflect but maybe you like, there's people who uh, do video journals. They don't write in a journal. They just talk to a camera and they save it. Right. Alex Hermozzi did this thing where he emailed himself every day for like years and he just had an ongoing thread and he would like type to himself. So like, do you need to journal? No, it's just the most common practice people use. I like journaling. It's just how my brain works. I like writing in a journal, but what am I writing about? Well, what am I grateful for? What am I striving for? What are my goals? What are my challenges I'm facing right now? What is, what is God trying to teach me to work through? Like it's just reflection. Yeah. What's going on and how am I working through it? Right. Yeah. So when we get to this self-belief portion, all we're doing is reflecting back on like, okay, well, what were the hard things that I needed discipline for? What were the things I took action on? Of those things I took action on, what did I like do really well? What did I struggle most with? What hand out to give me a lot of benefit? What really didn't do anything for me? Then we can look at the momentum. What are the things I actually have momentum in? And what are the things that are challenging my momentum, right? Providing resistance. And I'm just writing these things out because then I become aware And when you become aware of what's going on, not only do you have more knowledge to continue what you're doing and continue that momentum essentially to grow, but also you can take a step back and look at all the shit you've done, right? Like self-discipline, going back to that step, because it's obviously one of the most important, it's really just like if you think about it, like the people who, and this there's actually study on this, I think we I don't remember what podcast was. We did a podcast talking about this kind of stuff. But there's a study that talks about um, people who have, uh, it's the same thing with stress. Willpower. Yeah, willpower. That's the one. Um, It's the same thing with stress. It's a a perception that you have upon a situation. So two people can be the same person going through the same situation, but one person perceived the stress as greater. Therefore, the stress is going to actually manifest and actually negatively impact them more so. I mean, even physiologically speaking. So if we know that the mind and how we think of things controls so much, well, that means that, if we want self-discipline, it kind of starts by just telling ourselves that we're a disciplined person, you know, which is also why at the beginning, I, I think it's so important to think about your greatest self. The greatest version of myself is disciplined, does have willpower, is love, loving, is motivated constantly, is fit, is ready to do the work, is somebody who like, uh, can build momentum, is somebody who, who says yes and wants to, to take action and do stuff and like, whatever it may be, like just create your, like if you're in a video game, like what's the, you know, ultimate Ultimate character character, yeah Yeah. what kind of traits do they have you think about that stuff and so if you paint that picture in the beginning it's self-belief to an extent but it's like future self-belief it's like who am i trying to create but as you do all these things by the time you get to this step of self-belief you can look back and be like damn i'm i'm that person or at least close to that person now i've done these things to develop those skills and traits i have every reason to believe in myself. And the people who don't need as much discipline to do a hard action are the people who look at the action or the thing and believe that they can do it. Yeah. Plain and simple, which again, accumulates over time, you know, of momentum exactly. Yeah. So, um, I think this step is just important as a, as a tool to reflect back and continue everything that we're talking about now to continue the growth that you're seeing in your life. And again, that means creating lasting change. That's why this whole thing is like the whole self-discipline. That's all like a trait and a skill. You know, you don't, you're not born with it. You develop it. And once you develop it, it doesn't go away. You just got to keep using it. You know what I mean? In little bouts, the momentum can come and go because if you accomplish your goal and then you have no reason to do anything else and you take a step back and you don't set a new goal, which is something you should do. Once you reach your goal, set a new goal and keep moving forward in some direction, you can lose that momentum. But then once you get clarity of where you want to go, you can recreate it pretty easily. True.
1: And like you said, if you have that discipline, sometimes you don't even need that momentum. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, And then this self-belief is just looking back at it all and going, damn, I can do it. There's no reason I can't. And then the other thing too, is that the, the best way to instill a lot of self-belief in yourself is literally to just do what you said you would do, which means that you have to set targets. You have to set goals. You have to pick actions that you're going to take in order to build that discipline. And once you, do those things, you have to sit back and tell yourself, I did what I said I was going to do. And this goes back to even like the smallest things. Like I said, I'm going to mow the lawn today. And if I get home and I don't feel like it, and I know I absolutely can do it tomorrow, I'm still going to do it today. Why? Because when I do what I said I would do, I'm telling myself that I accomplish the task that I set out to accomplish. Yeah. The smallest thing, hitting snooze over and over again, limits your self-belief. Because if you go, I'm going to wake up at this time and you hit snooze over and over and over again, that's an issue. Here's the thing. And this is what I would say. If you, if you do plan on hitting snooze, go to bed knowing you're going to hit snooze. So go to bed, go, okay, I'm setting my alarm for 6 AM. I know I'm not going to get up until 6 30, but it helps me to hit snooze twice. And it's every 15 minutes before I get up. Okay. Go. And as long as you get up at 6 30, you did what you said you would do that believe That's and it, it sounds so crazy, but it's those little things of yeah. doing what you do. I don't want to say, do.
1: like, lower the expectations, but...
0: If you have to. So it's... it's to, you, to start. Your standards and your commitments have to match, right? And this is the same thing with, like, clients starting on board with us. What are your expectations of the goal you want to achieve? Yeah. I'm going to show you what your commitment needs to be, right? Your expectations and your commitment need to match. Start small. Yeah. So if I'm expecting myself to wake up at 5 a.m., but I'm committed to waking up at 6 a.m., <laughs> it's not going to happen. I'm going to hit snooze till 6. And then I just showed myself I can't do it. Yeah. This is why we start small. Don't go from 7 a.m. to 5 a.m. Go from 7 to 6.30. Stay there for a little while and then go to 6. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and slowly do it. But the point is, is that we have to eliminate self-doubt by just setting small targets, setting small goals, and just doing what we said we would do, which does require discipline. Once we do that, we have to reflect on, all the moments that we actually followed through because follow through is the key to self-belief and eliminating self-doubt. And the more you eliminate self-doubt, the more self-belief you'll have for anything in your life. Plain and simple. Yeah. And I would say That's this, good. too. One of the things that really helped me, honestly, is that um, in my personal life is doing what I said I would do for Shannon and Blakely. Like, because I don't—it's helpful for me, at least, to be somebody that can be relied on for my family, you know, and so, like, if I tell myself I'm going to go to the gym and then I that day, like, my back hurts and I'm like, I really don't need to go to the gym. What would be the best thing is actually to go foam roll and walk because I'm going and I'm doing what I said I would do, which is go to the gym. Yeah. I can be smart and not do a leg day when my back hurts. Altered. Exactly. Yeah. But you're still doing what you said you would do. The thing is, is that, like, if I am saying I will uh, actually... I funny enough, I actually talked about this on the members live. Cause they were like asking for examples of things. My, uh, and, and I was sharing like personal stories. One of the things was these swim lessons. And it was that I, uh, I told Shannon it was like, I don't want to get in the water this week. Like, I'm just like, we just got back from vacation. I'm tired. My low back really did hurt. Shitty bed, hurt myself lifting right before we left. And I was like, I don't want to swim today and go in the lazy river. And like, I mean, realistically, like maybe I'm a germaphobe, but like the YMCA public pool with a bunch of random people isn't the like, you know what I mean? I'm just, yeah. it's not appealing. Yeah. I do it because she, Blakely loves it. Yeah. And so she was like, well don't, no, it's fine. She does her swim lessons with all the kids and everything. And then we're going to go. She, we only, I literally jump in the water for like 10, 15 minutes with her. And then we leave. She was like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm like, all right, cool. And then I go and I'm doing laundry and I could hear Blakely and I could hear her doing ask, laundry. I was doing laundry in oh, the other room and I could hear, I hear Blakely and Shannon. No. <laughs> yeah. I worked there part time <laughs> uh, I was doing laundry and I could hear Blakely and Shannon out there and Blakely came out in her swimsuit and she was, uh, asking about me in the lazy river or something like that. Cause Shannon hadn't gone yet. So Shannon was going to come with us and she was like, oh, you're going to see me and dad in lazy river. Dad's not going to swim this time. He always swims. <laughs> well, he's not going to this time. He just doesn't, his back hurts and he doesn't want to, but it's fine. You're going to do swim lessons. It's going to be okay. And she like didn't start bawling, but you could hear like disappointment. And she was like, but he always goes in. He said he was going to go in like he always does. <laughs> And I just could hear it, and I—I'm I, going in. <laughs> I was like, I gotta go in. Yeah. And she, Blakely walked off, and then I walked in. I was like, Shannon, I'm gonna go. She's like, Cody, you don't have to go in. She's gonna be fine. She'll forget about it in an hour. I was like, it's not about that. I want her to subconsciously remember that I always do what I tell her I would do. Yeah. And that works in the reverse too. Yep. If I tell her, Hey, I'm gonna take your stuffy and throw it away, because you're like we've tried to discipline her where we're like, We're gonna do it, and she does it again. We're gonna do it. Yeah. We're serious this time, and yep. we don't want to do it because we feel bad. And then there's time where I'm like, I'm going to throw that away if you don't stop, like if you don't shape up and blah, blah, blah. And then she'll push. And I'm like, not only do I not want to throw this away because I feel bad, and I co- also paid money. 35 bucks for this stupid <laughs> stuffed animal. <laughs> throw it in the garbage. Shut the garbage. Watch her cry. She runs off. I'm, I hate you. i the worst dad. And I'm just like, I got to take it. I got to yeah. listen because she needs to know that I'm going to do what I said I would do. Yep. And obviously or you there's have to
1: do what you say you did hundred percent. Yeah.
0: And so it's a self-respecting too. Um, and obviously there's like just factors of like real consequences for parenting, but nonetheless, it literally boils down to anything you do. It, you just, you have to do what you said you would do. That's the only way that you're going to be able to, for lack of better terms, pull the trigger every single time that you decide you're going to pull that trigger because you said you would. Yeah. And that's self-belief, self-respect. It's, it's a limiting self-doubt and knowing that you can, um, and again, a big piece of this is reflecting back or being aware in the moments of self discipline. I mean, if we really want to take any of these steps to like bring it back in or like mix them around, I think self-belief could be brought to the beginning stages. Cause if you want to reflect and be aware of your self-belief and self-doubt during the actions you are taking that require self-discipline in the pursuit of building momentum, do it Yep, and that's going to help you.
1: Totally. So. All right. Let's move into the last step. As you probably have heard before, it's have balance or flexibility within your plan.
0: So as I was saying before, like the reason I put this at the end is because you can't have. So the easiest analogy is the flexible dieting one I gave. You can't have flexibility, successful flexibility within a diet without having some kind of self-control, self-discipline and restraint, because the way self or the way flexibility within a diet works is by restraining yourself from having too much of anything. It's being able to fit in up an appropriate amount for the calories you are allotted in your diet. You know what I mean? Which means yeah. that you can't go all out. You can't have zero willpower, discipline or self-control because then you're eating all the cookies and the co- all the cookies don't fit in your calories. That's the whole point. And a lot of people miss that, right? They, they assume flexible dieting means just easy going, stress-free dieting. We can eat whatever we want, track your calories. No, it means you got to build discipline so that you can go have drinks and pizza with, with your friends without going over your weekly calorie budget or intentionally going over, and I've done this before too, going over on Saturday and having enough discipline the next day to pull your calories back a bit to make up for that. And knowing that I'm not going to let this trickle into a bad habit of eating, yeah. but it was worth the fun time I had last night. So discipline is a requirement of flexibility. And that's why this is at the end, because once you've built the discipline, and created self-belief in this process of having momentum that's carrying you and being making you consistent, then you can start sprinkling in more flexibility with your diet. You can sprinkle in more flexibility even with your training. So like from a training perspective, think of it like this. If you wake up, go to the gym, do your routine, whether it's cardio or it's a strength training program and you are like militant with it, you hit, you record your weights, you do the the lifts, you hit the reps, you follow the book by the T you do the program and you do it consistently until you get enough experience and you have the discipline to just follow the guidelines and do the work and progress week to week. At a certain point, you can start realizing that there's flexibility within it. And even my clients, I have some clients that follow it to a T because they're not at that level yet. And then I have other clients that are like, well, I switched that pull down for an an assisted pull up. And then I switched the uh, Smith machine bench press for a hammer strength flat bench press because they didn't have a Smith machine or they didn't have a pull down. Like, they know vertical pull, they know horizontal push, they understand the loading, they understand the work and it's not going to mess with them because they can still push themselves hard and have the discipline with that flexibility and get a good result yeah. versus because a lot of people, if you fall off the plan, you're like, ah, f- screw it. I'm off the plan, you know? So it, it applies to that as well. And then I called it balance though, because I think having flexibility in your diet and having flexibility in your training, it really is having balance between like discipline, hard work, and then enjoying the process, being okay with not being perfect all the time. You know, if you don't have a scale and you got to eat 100 measuring. grams of blueberries <laughs> for the same analogy over and over again, you can look at it, estimate, and kind of make your best guess and be okay with that mentally, and it is what it is. It's not perfect. Um, and it also applies to, to life with business and, and entrepreneurship and all that kind of stuff. Like, So if I think of that realm, you know, right now is a period of time where I don't – I mean – Probably in, I mean, last week or whatever week was uh, was out of town on uh, Ocean Shores for a little bit. But outside of that, for the last probably two or three months, at least 50%, if not 75% of the the week, I'm working at night as well. Like it's, it's I go to work, do my thing, go home, hang with Blakely and Shannon, and then I take another hour to get some work done. Because there's a lot on my plate. That's not balance yeah. in the moment. But once this work is done, I'm going to have every single night you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be able to pull back. So there's, there's periods of time throughout the year where there's more of this and less of this, right? There's more family time and less family time. There's also a sense of, um, balance between me and Shannon, because if I'm the entrepreneur who has to go to work, then I have to be responsible of doing work. And sometimes that means not getting the family time because I have to put bread on the table. I I decided to do this position. And so there's never going to be a time equation that's, that's actually balanced. It doesn't exist. Yeah. That's won't. not what balance is. It's yeah. about being present in the moment, obviously. But my point is, is that you're going to have these factors. Thankfully, the t- as we're recording this, the Taylor trainer is like just, I mean, I'm literally putting in the last reps in there. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's very minimal work. And then we just have the approval process from iTunes, which is why it's taken. iTunes. Oh, dude. The app it's, store. I mean, you know how long it takes them for to approve a review yeah. for the, um, podcast. Yeah. So like the app store, Apple, just takes <clears throat> longer than we anticipated. So, you know, we, uh, we're delaying that, which we'll do a whole podcast on soon. Cause it is going to be coming out soon, um, at the end of this summer. Uh, but we were so close to done, right. Which is perfect because as I get closer and closer to summer shredding, it means more training, more cardio, more focus on diet, more mental fatigue from that. I need less mental fatigue from the business side of things. Yeah. So it's going to be good that this, this project's done. And it's just updates, which is way less time that I have to that are required from me, and less of a financial burden. So it's it's there's balance there throughout the year, throughout the long term. Right now, it doesn't look like there's balance, and then for that, there's not going to be balance. But when you really equal it all out, there's always balance within that. However, all of this being said, you cannot have the balance without the discipline, without creating some momentum and then having belief in yourself to continue the momentum, continue taking action and having discipline, having overall self-belief of the big, bigger picture, so that you can create this balance. Right. And then when you have this big picture vision for yourself, for your business, for your marriage, for whatever it is, you can create more balance because you know it's not a it's not like this week I need balance. It's in my life I need balance. Yeah. So what does that look like over the next 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years? It's different. Right. So Balance is the final thing because one you and this is the last thing I'll say to kind of encapsulate it all. Number one, you have to understand what balance actually is. It's not about time; it's about energy and emotion. Which means when I went to to the little family vacation like that, I don't. Some would argue I don't take enough family vacation, but that's exactly why in the moment I chill and I am with them and I be very present. I'm very focused on lowering my own routine so it's not like I'm doing all my normal stuff I'm not working I'm like I, I wake up so much earlier than them naturally that I end up getting through my morning routine and then I end up talking to some clients if I have time just cuz it's like I got nothing else to do yeah um, but point being is like that time I'm present that's balance right if I worked the whole trip or if I like was taking a break in the middle of the day to do work in the middle of the day during vacation at our little like uh, little house that we rented and stuff Blakely would see that. And that, that's not balanced. That just means dad's always working, right? When I come home straight from work, I'm not on my phone, not going to the office. I wait till she's in bed. And then if I, and again, this this is not balanced for myself, but it is for her to an extent. But I do it at night because that's when she's going down to bed. I'm tired. I want to do it now. Yeah. But I also know that I'm going to do it when she's not around so she doesn't see it. So she doesn't... Her perception isn't... Exactly. I'm not sacrificing my time with her for that. Yeah. You know, Um, I sacrifice some of my time with Shannon, but she understands that, you know, and it actually gives her alone time, which is something she needs as well. So it's it's understanding what balance is, and it's more about your energy and the feeling of it versus the literal time for time, minute for minute. And then the other aspect of it is in the bigger picture, there's going to be seasons. There's going to be months that are different. There's going to be weeks that are different. There's going to be quarters and years that are different. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think... I think everybody's gonna have certain years that are like grind, hustle, big fitness goals, big business goals, whatever it is, and then certain years where it's not. It's, it's lower in certain capacities, right? And that's okay, that's normal. So understand what that is and know that you need all these other things in order to express the right amount of balance yeah. when those times come, but also you won't be able to continue doing all this. stuff. Like I think momentum will carry you for quite a while, but if you don't have any balance throughout the process at all, I think that momentum will come to a harsh halt. You know what I mean? And well, Overtake. Yeah. And that's different for everybody. You know, for me, sometimes it's literally just sitting out back by myself with a scar. If that gives me like a deload and relax and balance, then I can keep grinding. You know, find out whatever it is for you. If it's travel, if it's trips, if it's friends, if it's whatever, you got to have some of that in place, even if it's less, some of it, because otherwise that momentum won't continue. Yeah. But I love it, man. It. That's, that's great. The snowball. Let's create lasting change. Uh,
1: anyway, so you have any uh, announcements today?
0: Um, I don't know. Uh, just the norm. Um, this is going to be airing uh, a, a bit before, but we're going to do a full podcast on the Taylor Trainer app because I'm get a lot of questions on that. Um, I'm not going to say a specific harsh date or a price. We're trying to... Uh, do something really cool for the launch, so um, I'll just leave it at that. It'll be at the end of the summer, and we're gonna, and it's gonna be really good. Um, the app is is done. We're just testing. I'm adding some extra programs in there, so it's 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 really dope. I'm excited about. It. So just be on the lookout for that. Um, also be on the lookout for uh, the next collection we're gonna be dropping for uh, tailored life apparel. It's gonna be the final one for the summer um, we're dropping multiple things. So three different shirts, three different shorts, some new crew socks. It's going to be really cool. I'm excited about this one. And uh, we're putting a lot more meaning and depth into these shirts and in the shorts and everything. Cause there's going to be quotes, statements, purpose, meaning like there's, there's actual stuff involved in it that that really encapsulates everything we're talking about here right being the best version of yourself and the shirts and the clothing they're going to reflect a lot of that Dope. which is i'm excited for so just be on the lookout for those things and as always if, if you enjoy this podcast of course leave us a five-star rating and review share it with your friends take a screenshot of the episode make sure you post it on instagram and tag myself at cody mcbroom so i can thank you for listening share it on my side of instagram um, and as always we appreciate you guys listening we'll catch you next time